Yeah. Uh-huh. You would read an audiobook read by him? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, you uh, are. even if you're a, a, a brand new mutant. Yeah. Who even knows? <laughs> a baby. <laughs> a baby mutant. <laughs> Some might say. Uh, from the minds of Stanley and Jack Kirby, we got heroes like the X-Men. Then came minds like Chris Claremont, who wrote most of what we know of mutants in Marvel, which spawned X-Forks, X-Forks, X-Force. <laughs> excuse me, X-Force, Excalibur, Generation X, Elites, uh, Alpha Fight, and the one we're talking about today is the source material for the Fox-made Disney-purchased film, and the New Mutants, the Demon Bear Epic Saga Collection is what we're covering today. Uh, I'm very excited about this, but before we get started, my name is Corey. I'm Caitlin. See Ollie. that? See that, Ollie? That's how you you roll off just the just the mess up. And I'm Tom. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for pointing it out in a different episode. Wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm Josh. <laughs> and this episode is, as always, brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you I feel do, like, was that what? the first time I was the only one to say it. I usually, yeah, I think so. If you if you pay attention, I usually don't say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, none of us ever say it. It's usually especially just Caitlin and Josh. Yeah, especially I did now, it, but yeah. quietly. Oh. Yes. Anyways, Josh. Uh, as a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks like bonus episodes, early access to all of our episodes. Um, you do get access to uh, private servers in the Discord uh, chat server. Um, where you can talk directly to us, and it's just Discord for channel members. server, baby. Huh? Discord channel server. Yeah, that's a thing. Look it up. Uh, discounts. <laughs> <laughs> discounts well. on merch and all that fun stuff. So lots to cover in that, uh, meaning that there are multiple links. Uh, nerdon.io backslash Patreon will get you to the Nerdon Nation. And then nerdon.io backslash Discord will get you to our newly open to the public wow. Discord server. Ooh channel thing uh, but yeah check that Sound out like blue from blue's clues <laughs> yeah, like such such a fanfare we got going on this episode y'all yeah um but also uh our episodes are brought to you in part by our partners uh apogee uh who equipped us with these hype mics the ultimate podcast microphone and odyssey wasn't headphones me, wasn't me. they are fantastic uh yeah I I can't say enough about so our comf. partners they have just been wow. incredibly Such supportive comf. and wonderful wonderful people to work with um but yeah that is the housekeeping on I'm actually, with the episode uh, if I can just brag about these headphones for a minute I was doing some film editing with them the other day and usually I use my like speakers to check everything and it's yeah. like a perfect match it was wonderful I didn't have to adjust anything much oh. uh, usually the old nice. headphones I were using must have been they were really cheap so yeah uh, I had to make an adjustment once I went to like speakers for phones and all this but these are just well I mean them. the thing to to point out just to get a little technical is that these are open open back headphones and it's better to it's better to work with those and mix with open back uh, because in closed back all of the sound gets like cupped in your head Correct. and it can kind of sound sometimes it can't it won't actually represent the sound great right or perfectly yeah so it's nice to huh. have that open back and all that kind of stuff and it sounds yummy hearing mm. your guys's voices yeah. like mm. 
Like That's butter. Just something every day. Like butter. Yeah, yeah I was like going to say. It. On the old yeah. On the words of Mike Myers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, never, never knew that. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, hey, we, we're, uh, we're doing a comic book. And we do got yeah. some um, affiliate baby stuff with that. Um, with yeah. Nerdon.io backslash comicsology. The number one source of comic books. Wow. And I would say this, like that... It definitely like going reading this comic book in that interface was um, really wonderful just because of the fact that you can do the panel to panel and it just makes it like the uh, uh, newsflash everyone even though it's a comic book there are words there are a lot of words there are so a so lot of words to, 500 pages <laughs> worth of words some might say panel to panel um, just reading it kind of gives you just like a, a better idea of like okay cool I don't have to like squint and stuff like that sometimes with you know when you have the paper comic books uh, you have to like push the you know the page so close to your face. Um, but this year, you know, it, it very well maneuvers through the, all the panels and stuff like that. And then as well, when you're done reading the entire page, it, pu- it pulls out and shows you the whole page one more time just so yeah. you, like, get it all in um, yeah. before you turn to the page. So, Having said uh, that, now is also a wonderful time at the time of this recording to support your local stores, order from them if you can, any comics mm-hmm. you're looking to read, including a, this a, one. A good way to support them as well is just to buy a <laughs> gift card. Yeah. Um, buy a gift card. It's really easy for them. They don't have to worry about stock and stuff like that. Or and, shipping. Um, it's 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 very low impact for them. So some um, some comic that. books I think or comic book stores are still they have like shipping lists. I think uh, the Capeless mm. Crusaders was telling me about like their their local store that they partner with um, hmm. has Pulled like a shipping list. list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweet K. Sweet K. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean this Shout this, out. this this comic book is unlike. I think anything that we've done, but it's completed, right? Right. Yeah, Tom? I was going to say. So this is yeah. this is interesting because this is this is um, an epic collection, and so this is like mm. part of what inspired, or this is the source material for the future Fox slash Disney film, uh, New Mutants, and this is called the Demon Bear Saga. But this epic collection actually comprises uh, more issues than that. It has some annuals, uh, but yeah, like Josh said, this is a completed work. So we are at the end going to rate it. Um, and that brings us to our first segment of the show, which is guess, guess, guess that. That's it. I was going to keep a straight face for that whole thing. Corey, you went into your lyrics, and I was like. Well, uh, I think mind. we should that out for a Grammy. Shout out um, to my improv teacher in high school. So. <laughs> that one's for you. Um, wow. Yeah, so if you are brand new to the show, Guess That Grump is a segment where we are going to go around the screens, around the mics, whatever you want to call it, round robin, and guess who's going to have the lowest rating out of the group. Now, it's a scale from zero to five. No matter how high the number is, however, uh, you uh, are if you're the lowest one in the group, you are going to be the Grump for the week. Um, and we encourage everyone to play along. And Corey will have a little segment from our Nerd on Nation. I will. That I will. If you uh, join our Nerd on Nation, you have the chance to participate in a poll. Get your name shout out if you get the guess that grump right. Uh, and a lot of the times, uh, a lot of people actually do. It's very interesting yeah. to see. Guess that grump or guess or gator. They're learning us. <laughs> They're learning. They're learning. Um, so... Since uh, that always changes and we're never right, uh, I'm going to go first and guess that the grump for this episode will be Josh. Okay. Uh-huh. One for Josh. It's it's a really, actually a really weak guess because I really want to guess for Ali, but I'm going to just say Josh for 
posterity okay. to make it spicy. <laughs> so it doesn't sound. So you don't have yeah. to just cut my out, cut me out, and be like, all right, just put in the tom, put in the tom, uh, guess it's Ollie thing. Popcorn Gosh. to me. Yeah. Um, what you got, buddy? I'm looking at my screen, trying to judge who it will be. Judging is wrong, Josh. Yeah, I know. No Unless you are a judge in a court of law. I okay, will Alfalfa. Say, uh, <laughs> Ollie. Ali, all right. See, it's smart. So fucking smart. Oh, <laughs> I'm just fucking popular, man. <laughs> Ain't no shame in knows, that. We're going to positively spin that. <laughs> all right, Ali, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with Caitlin. Uh, Spread the okay. love. Spread the love. Look at, her, look, look, look at her be like, oh, you, you write that. <laughs> that is spike. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, and then I'll take Caitlin as well. Uh, okay. And, uh, no votes for Tom or Corey. Interesting. All right. Oh, uh, Nerd on Nation wow, says huh? Josh as well. So we have a three-way tie um, for Josh, Ali, and Caitlin, and then a two-way tie for me and Tom going first. Okay. Uh, so nice. probably I'll go first, then Tom, and then the three of you can duke it out. I don't care. It'll how. be Thunderdome. <laughs> ah, but now into the complete spoilers. Is that not uh, is that not wrong? Uh, no, you're, you're right. Yeah. I usually jump the gun on that one, so I just want to make sure. <laughs> Um, and if you're across the pond, then our uh, first impressions. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we I don't know. We came up with that a long time. I don't know. I don't, but anyway, you came so, up with that. Don't put me into this. Yeah. Uh, don't put so me into any of that. Don't put that stupidity on me. Genius idea. <laughs> I made up this entire podcast. I don't know where it came from, but you know. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's why I say we. We got to take okay. the we mm-hmm. and never the I. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but right, together I will say. We together. Yeah. I'm getting out of the car. So. Um, <laughs> Everyone at home listening in, we're still in spoiler-free county, so we mm-hmm. are going to do our initial reactions, what we first thought when we uh, came upon this work of art, um, and uh, without hopefully without spoiling anything. So for me, um, New Mutants was always something that I felt was very um, fluid, kind of like um, you can't really tell what direction it's going in, and I'll talk a little bit about that later on after our uh, meat and potatoes um, and then after the race car tracks, yeah, are someone's out of drag there. racing in there. Our <laughs> room right now. So, um, yeah, no, New Mutants have always been kind of a little foreign to me because I didn't know really what was the 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 premise of it um, until actually like maybe later on in college after like I joined the Cape Crusaders and everything like that. Like I started understanding what more what the X Men and mutant landscape was like um, because you know there's so many team ups and you're kind of like where does the New Mutants fall in line? Um, and after reading this, I definitely I'm. It's it's funny because on Comicsology you have two options. You have Demon Bear Saga and you have Demon Bear Saga the Epic Collection. Mm-hmm. And um, giving you reading this, you definitely get a full picture of like this is how the team functions and it operates. And it, I think it it was a really interesting and effective thing. And there's a, like a little like um, not a forward because that happens at the beginning, but like something that happens at the end talks about how um, going back it's like a time capsule. It's not really something like a rerun like a TV show. Um, but more like a, this is interesting where we came from and mm-hmm. how we where we are now. Yeah. Um, and it's it's cool that you know if you go on any top essentials like you know what comic books to read for new mutants like this is always like number one. Um, and it talks about like how the 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 team is. So if you're looking to start a new comic book, especially with something that's not super like save the day and all that, it's a little bit more about the drama. Um, this is this is a good place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I mean, all right. Uh, a little bit of a background, like uh, 
Yeah, I asked to push this episode uh, a week because uh, this is this is unlike anything that we've ever read. It is quite long, but I mean, it, it's Chunky also it's it's quite a collection. I mean, it is it is called the Epic Collection. <laughs> so n- normally we just do like a collection that's like a storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it's going into it. I didn't know much about the New Mutants except for. Um, a movie was a the out. movie is coming out, but also like a couple of years ago when the FX show Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know. I only like found out like oh it's it's related to X Men, and I started doing a little research on that, and I was like the mu- New Mutants, what is this? But I didn't read anything, um, and so this is my first experience with the New Mutants. So it was really cool to, and it was kind of a a breath of fresh air because like Tom, what you were saying is that like. It's not as superhero-y. You get to get like kind of backstory of everybody. You get to see like their their interactions with each other. And then there's also some kind of superhero moments and stuff like that. So I really, really dug it, actually. Um, I really dug it. Uh, the artwork, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my first impression. Uh, back to someone else. I'll go. The password um, is... As Tom would say about himself, I feel like I, in this group at least, the X-Men, blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I I, I'm holding this right here, right behind me. I have my uh, my all my trades. Um, and I, 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 I'll be of the first to admit, I'm not as familiar with the New Mutant stories, the characters I am. Um, but I had only read maybe one or two new mutant uh comics and none of them were included in this this collection so this was all foreign territory uh for me um there were a lot of aspects i really loved about this uh like tom said it's just it's very much so about the the people themselves rather than you know fighting to to save the day um and the inner workings of like uh what it's like to become um involved in the x-men and the the you know Charles Xavier lifestyle that he's that he's kind of built not um, being a at part the very of the main beginning. team or that kind right. of right and like what it's like to just kind of attend that school when you're not Cyclops or Nightcrawler or you know all these people um, and, and and the pressures that that actually has um, and so and the stigma of being the new kids uh, it was very fascinating to read um, I am a, a big fan of Legion uh, the TV show and the character. Um, so getting to, to read this one was, was very refreshing, um, to touch on that. Uh, but all in all, I, I really enjoyed my time. I ended up reading it, even though it's 500 pages, I ended up reading it twice. So, oh, um, wow. just also to add on, um, it, the tone feels very much like what the nineties cartoon was. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, like, and I'll admit it, since it spans some years, these comics, uh, it, the tone does shift pretty dramatically mm. as you go along. Um, some spots I wasn't as um, enthralled in, and we'll get into that a little later. But overall, uh, I would highly recommend this. Like you said, to anyone who's looking to kind of jump into something a little different in the in the mutant world. Yeah. Kaylin or Ali? Uh, I can go. Uh, is that cool? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a dog. You have permission. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went into this uh, super blind. Like, I... Uh, Tom knows this. As, I, as I mean, you do. I, my my first real exposure, funny enough, to the New Mutants is the Fox movie that's eventually going to come out as of the recording of this. We don't know when. 
Um, and I kind of immediately dismissed it just because it was a uh, Fox um, X-Men property. And you guys know how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> didn't give it the time of day. Watched the trailer. It was I didn't know what the characters were. I had no exposure to the comics, cartoons, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So jumping into this, I didn't really even know what to expect. Um, I just knew it was a little bit older than what I mostly of what I've read for X-Men. I'm usually most of what I've read, have read have been from the 90s and 2000s. Um, so I was very pleasantly surprised right off the bat to kind of get that sort of like charming old school feel right off the bat. Um, and which is, which is very much the, uh, artwork of, um, I forget it, uh, Sal, maybe Busima and his coloring crew. We'll go over spoilers. those later, later on <laughs> spoilers for the person who, who drew it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, <laughs> now uh, I can't, now I can't read it. Now I know who drew yeah. it. No. no, everyone at home listening as well. Like Ali is the one that kind of suggested not to do spoilers at this point, And we all decided it was a good idea. So now I'm just yeah. like, everything. So spoilers, spoil- bro. <laughs> spoilers, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, what is it like 20 issues that we read, including if you include the annual in there. And I just have to say like my whole experience reading it, it, it was so charming. And so like, it was so pleasant to kind of see the evolution of the series over 20 issues. Like it, it's insane to see where it starts and where it ends up. Yeah. And you're like, wait, Different this feels like something that would maybe take and, a couple of decades to happen. Like as yeah. far as like the tone and the feel and the, and the artwork and all that stuff. Um, so it was really cool to kind of see that progression and to read new mutants annual number one, which we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, overall, oh. overall very positive. So, um, this, I, I only knew about new mutants so far as the trailer for the new movie that's coming out Mm -hmm. is concerned. Um, but I had watched that trailer like when it first came out and then I hadn't revisited it because I was like, I don't know what any of this is. Um, and reading this, it was like a mix of like D and D OC characters (laughs) Ooh. and wrestling yeah <laughs> because yeah, within, <laughs> within the comic they would have ads for other oh, the other ones yeah. and i was like this that's the this is the first time i've encountered like that. promoting different comics oh, within yeah. a comic yeah that, that um, so is more like, like exciting universe. more like exciting yeah, yeah right. that's exciting that's, 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 that's actually but, very common it's like check out this issue very yeah common. i don't but know I why say. like Maybe I just hadn't seen it as frequently. Like maybe it popped up once or twice, but I just wasn't really cognizant of it. It's more frequent in the older stuff, not anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but but it was very interesting to like um have all of these it, it seriously felt like wrestling. It felt like uh like there was the Triple H versus the Undertaker. Check out that episode <laughs> on Saturday. Pretty Whoa. much. Yeah. Um and it, it did annoy me a little bit, which I'll get into later, but it wasn't like a huge problem. Um, I like the way that they handled everything, the way that the characters gelled, um, and then kind of the issues they brought up. There were a couple of dicey things, but um, uh, overall, I really liked how they handled everything. Um, It is a beefy, beefy chunk. So, like, you got to commit. You got to commit hard to, like, read this whole thing. But I will say, when I was done, (laughs) and I know I'm going to get shit for this, like the, as I was reading it, I was like, "Huh, I wonder if these peeps are going to end up in the New Mutants movie." <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> no, and then when I, I watched the, the trailer, same. it was really exciting. Well, okay, I had now, the exact same. I went back and watched the trailer, and I was, was like, so oh, good. I got names. But, and then, but then, now, and then, you're, then I, now you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen in this movie, well, baby. Well, that, but then I was just like, oh, this is who they cast? Like, I had that also. Yeah. Wow. So I, there was a round of, hey, was a round of realization and then a round of, like, There's indifference a, about the cast. Kind of can, an outcry well, of, of who's cast as Sunspot. Not a lot of people are stoked about that because he's too Really? Tall. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's perfect. Well, this is he's to be honest, to be this short is, as shit. He's, exactly the ta- he's one of the tallest ones there. This is exactly what happened with um Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. He yeah, was like a, a nobody point. from Australia who was like six foot seven, and like Wolverine's four foot nine. Yeah, I'm and never he's a Canadian. Again, I brought this so up here. Asking these children to start a saga to impress mm. you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I've brought this up here millions of times with my reference to judging Heath Ledger before I saw his performance, and I'll never do it again. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing this movie. I'll, I'll, I'll bring I, it. I'll, I'll bring it up later on when we can do more spoilery stuff. But like, yeah, there is a casting thing. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll yeah. say we'll my, my uh, interest in the movie has gone up at least twenty percent. Okay, at least twenty. Oh, that's. I so mean, it's good from It's at a comfortable seven percent now. Here's the thing, yeah. I, I can, like, yes, it was I can negative. Easily <laughs> say that, like, I was not even remotely interested in the New Mutants oh. movie at first. And, like, now I actually want to see it. Oh, man. I, I was Tom like, and I are, yeah, because we yeah. do the behind the scenes stuff. Like, it's a horror film with mutants. Like, oh, like, God, oh. And the thing is, Disney did a bunch of reshoots reshoot, and then decided, now let's just go with the director's original vision, which no, is. Yeah. Like that's awesome. exactly that's exactly what that. happened with Dark Phoenix too. Like Disney just kept meddling in because like, oh, the ending is just like Captain Marvel, so you can't do that. And it's like, fucking a, you bought it, just fucking send it. Yeah. Like, so they decided it, they they scrapped most of the reshoots they did and just went like, let's just go with the tone of what the director yeah. wanted. Let's do horror Whoa. mutants. And I was like, that's awesome. <gasps> and re- and re- so and I'm speaking as someone who is a, an X Men fan and fucking hated the last like three <laughs> Apocalypse. I fell asleep through twice. Uh, it took me three watches to finish the film. Wow. Um, so I'm looking forward to this movie tenfold now. Don't Obviously, worry. I already was, but the the the, fil- the filmmakers on that the, that that series is not attached to this one. So we might get actually some interesting, interesting stuff. tidbit. Are we still in non-spoiler territory? Or can non-spoiler we? territory, yes. baby. Non-spoiler. Oh well, then I we can just get past the next few parts, and then we can get into it. Uh, um, yeah. I wanted to say so something about the director and characters, but <laughs> it so can't Caitlin, say it yet. So Caitlin didn't like it. So um, yep, hated it. <laughs> yep. she didn't say that. Way to generalize. Right. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, don't let me don't forget ha- what I want to say about the director, because now okay. I feel like I've I've okay. cock blocked the audience. <laughs> That's a little, no, a little tease, a little tease, baby. <laughs> Got to go past our mid roll credit uh, ad. I'm kidding. Um, so um, next, Which we don't have. We'll go. We don't. That's I'm yet. Uh, um, yet. Anyway, uh, next we'll go into uh, our next two segments, which is going to be our brief summary slash synopsis, um, read to you by Josh, uh, and then yes. we'll go into our production read to you by Tom. Um, and I so think we're on. just taking the synopsis off the book itself, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's just yeah. the summary in the back. So go ahead, Josh. Please. Uh, uh, sing well, first of all, this does collect New Mutants, 1983 numbers 13 through 31, and Annual number one. Don't call them ex-babies anymore. Visionary artist Bill Sinkovich. That was hard. Thank you for your website, Bill, because he actually pronounces it in his logo. Uh, Sinkovich. It's great. Uh, Transforms the new mutants, and the young heroes' lives will never be the same. New recruits, magma, and magic find their footing at the school. But when the team tries to rescue Kitty Pride from Emma Frost, will they all end up as members of rival mutant team... The Hellions? Then the demon bear that haunts Danny Moonstar bears its teeth. Will the new mutants survive the bear's ferocious attack? And if so, can they make a new friend in the alien called Warlock? Plus, 
a cosmic caper introduces intergalactic rock star Lila Chena- Cheney. Is it Lila or Leela? I said I said I Lila. Read it as Lila. I said Lila. Lila. Look Lila. at us. Lila Cheney. When Sunspot and Wolfsbane are thought? in danger, only Cloak and Dagger can help. Professor X's son, Legion, makes his mind-bending debut, and an old friend slash foe makes a shocking return. That was like good, good job. Forty minutes. I would I would I'd read an yeah. audiobook uh you know read by you. Yeah. You would read an audiobook read by him? That's cool. Yeah. yeah I would mute I would mute <laughs> him <laughs> and then have it in the background. Just to support him. So you would just him. read the book. Yeah, just to support him. No, I want him, Josh's you know? transcription. <laughs> you got a face um, for radio. Great. Anyway. I do. And he <laughs> pulls up his video and puts captions on and mutes it. And it's like, but this is also, great. Josh, you have, you have a, Josh, you also have a butt for porno, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's not wrong. Porno. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> yes. Spoiler uh, spoilers. In the eyes for a telenovela. <laughs> Stay tuned for that uh, segment later on. Um, so now we'll do the production. Uh, the publication is Marvel Comics. Uh, you know, a lot of people know them from Avengers, X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four. Incredible Hulk. The writer. Huh? What? I just said Hulk. I was just naming shit. <laughs> I wanted to be Hulk, involved. I love uh, it. You know, Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan, you know, a penance, yeah. wherever you want. Um, <laughs> Chris, Claremont, Chris Claremont, uh. who is the writer, uh, we did an episode, God Loves, Man Kills, uh, also best known for uh, Dark Phoenix Saga. It's and like him X-Men, and Hickman right now are just like. Yeah. Mm. And uh, X-Men issue number one with Jim Lee. Now, I'll let you and everyone know that this was the the new issue number one. So um, underneath this is a notable accomplishment. X-Men number one is the Guinness records for the highest selling comic book of all time. And Chris Claremont also helped create characters like Phoenix, Kitty Pride, Gambit, Psylocke, Emma Frost, Nimrod, Mr. Sinister, Mystique, and many more X-Men favorites. Yep. Or in this comic book, they say X-Man. Um, so uh, artist is uh, Sal Buscema, worked on The Incredible Hulk for 10 years. And recently he's been doing work for IDW with uh, G.I. Joe and um, D&D, The Forgotten Realm. Um, Bill Sinkovich, um, who has done work on Moon Knight, Elektra, Assassin, Daredevil, End of Days. Um, and Bob McLeod, who um, I want to say that actually people who may know the McLeod or is, is, I've, I've heard different pronunciations, but I apologize if that's the wrong one. Or like um, McLeod or something. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's the right one because I, I know like the nicknames sometimes have a different pronunciation. Easy there. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I know what you meant, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but co-creator for new mutants, uh, Superman, uh, man of steel and Spider-Man Craven's last hunt. The publication for this specific epic collection came from, uh, or it was published in July 10th, 2019. Uh, yeah, that's all the production, baby. Now we're out of the spoiler-free county. We're so in con- the director... Go ahead. Co- director, uh, let me know. About New Mutants. This is another thing that got me really excited is I feel like um, Rain is a really tricky character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, as we Very. read in the comic where she is kind of like at odds with herself and her religion. And I guess the director spoke about being drawn to this project because of that character, because he had a extremely religious upbringing that he was at odds with for most of his life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's going to handle that really well in the film. And I'm excited to just see how it, knowing that now it's a piece of him is in it in such a um, specific and personal way. I'm excited to see how it comes out. I I mean, let's talk about that real quick. Um, we're now in our, our meat and potatoes, so we're talking about our favorite parts, favorite characters, and mm-hmm. we'll do second character, mm-hmm. not side character, just favorite first character, then second character. Okay. And then we'll do our qualms, and we'll rate it. But one of my favorite aspects is uh, I pronounced it as uh, Ronnie or Ran. Um, yeah. But, I only uh, said it because of the trailer. It says yeah, Rain. Rain. 
Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I, I I watched a lot of like um, different um, like readings of uh, of New Mutants like of, comics explained and like and, uh, yeah, and a lot of other um, video essays about different New Mutants stuff. Like so, like where they're at currently because um, New Mutants really came from this time where like they had so many different things. And uh, Jim Shooter, who was the uh, chief uh, editor in chief, was like, "Hey, we Chris Claremont, you, I want you to create a new squad." And you know, if you kind of had to pick this up, like at this point, the most of the X Men squad are like doing the Secret Wars and all the big um, like crossover events. And so, what happens to all the New Mutants, right? And so that's, that's kind of like a really great picking up point. Um, and Chris Claremont was like, "I'm just going to focus on the drama and do what you know, like uh, teenagers do." And the you know team has waxed and waned from like here and here and there, but they kind of um, came up and almost like started the comic book bust because like everyone started like oh these are like celebrity writers and stuff like that, and then people started putting more stock into it. Anyways, that's a fucking tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love. No, it's uh, it was interesting. But I love tangent. <laughs> yeah, I loved Ron, uh, Ran, Ran, Rain, 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 Rain um, because of the fact that she came from such a religious background and she was always conflicted with herself, and I found that so great because i think what the older x-men did was talk about marginalized communities um and people and you know we've talked about it before where x uh charles xavier gets related to mlk i mean you know gets related to um, malcolm x um mm-hmm. but this kind of started really playing a little bit of more of like not just racial um inequality but and 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 um uh judgment but um the LGBTQ community. And I feel like how people have just have so much issues with themselves with it internally, not just mm. how people perceive me, but how I perceive myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just a wonderful kind of note. And I think that's what self-worth really cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was a really cool note that the combo started to play with. Like, and like w- every character always had something like they were yeah doubting about themselves. And it wasn't about like, Hey, we had to look good in front of everyone else. It was more like, I don't know if I belong within even this group of quote unquote, like, yeah. you know, gifted children or people who are outcasts. Sam's, well, I think that's Sam's. why the interaction she had with uh, Nightcrawler was such an important one because it's mm. a, it's the it's the other side of the coin, right? Mm. Where he again had a religious upbringing and decided that no matter what he looks like on the outside, who he is on the inside is still that same person, and his mm. faith yeah. shouldn't be shaken because he was created this way um, mm. by who he believes in. And so I think you know. Uh, I think he's with Sam at that point and he yeah. starts to yell after her and he's like, no, 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 she's got to do this on her I was, own. I was going to mention me. That, that that's actually one of my favorite parts because I, I love Sam's um, character. Definitely. I love that he, no. not that I, I mean, it sucks for him that this is his kind of inner struggle, but he's kind of, he's constantly struggling with his worth as compared to his powers to others and his control over them. Or not, and I love that scene with Nightcrawler, where where Nightcrawler is just kind of, I, I paraphrase, but he kind of says like, you know, it's like your your value is not decided by this or that, you know, yeah. your your mm-hmm. value as a leader or whatever is decided yeah. by your actions. And yeah, this and kind he has that stuff. that moment where he's like, well, I just didn't do it, and he was like, well, neither did I my first time. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't get from A to C without B. That's the your cannonball. You know how much yeah. force yeah. you have? It's gonna take some time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one thing I really dug. Like I love their relationship, like from the very beginning of of Cannonball giving Rain kind of like reinsurances and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah he has his own insecurity. So it was it was really interesting to see kind of like each of them kind of have their own insecurities, but you really do get a sense of of teamwork and almost like family because they're all kind of supporting each other and they all kind of have their like 
sort of confidants that they go to, and then they're all kind of work together really well as a group. Uh, so it was really cool mm-hmm. to see that kind of like that sort of um, uh, like mundane everyday life sort of I mean, development. I mean, the, yeah, like to that point, it's like it's not the world is ending every time. It's like teenagers dealing with the fact they have powers. Right. Yeah. And like there are shows like on Hulu, they have Runaways. Um, and I think ABC had The Gifted and stuff like that. So it's like they're, they're, they're like Marvel definitely has a lot of, you know, play where like in another universe, like the X-Men would be like a per, like almost a perfect plat palette for like CW shows. Because, mm-hmm. like, just teen drama and, like, yeah. what happens between it and focusing on relationships, I think, was, like, like th- I, th- I think this is the strongest point of this comic because you're not really, like, you you start really worrying about, like, how do the other mutants perceive them? And in your mind, you're always like, no, these are good people. And it's really interesting to see, like, a, a, a viewpoint, a window into the soul of all of them to be, like, they constantly doubt themselves and they constantly just try and do the right thing, even mm-hmm. though, like, we don't we don't put that weight on them, but they have this yeah. self imposed weight because of where they came from. Well, X Men's always been praised for being like that sort of like perfect allegory for you know like racial issues or or you know LGBTQ issues, so social issues, group anything like is that. Being marginalized, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this one, I think this book, you you definitely feel it the most. Like it, it's sort of it's almost it even talks about some of those issues kind of immediately. Like it brings up, you know, it's it's interesting to see the sort of like group of like the racial diversity and, and what they were um, oh. kind of aiming for and kind of seeing yeah. that kind of come together. And cause at Brown first people, I, didn't, baby. I didn't really like pick up on it at, at first, as far as like, is it appropriate that he just called him? Hey, Brazilian, like you walk down the street and call, you know, like Brazilian guy, Hey, what's up Brazilian or Hey, what's up Russian. But it's interesting. Cause like, you know, I, I assume, and that's the thing we started at episode or issue 13 of, um, New Mutants, and I really want to go back and read issues one through twelve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, and, and and if you did, it would play into what happens at the very end. So, uh, my my guess is that they're kind of like they're all kind of like freshly moved to New York, right? Uh, well, I mean, the first part is pretty much um, I forget if it's Gene or Storm, but someone's going to go pick up uh, Rain, and Rain is yeah. the first New Mutant, and um, first, pick her up. So she's like in uh, was it Scotland that she's uh, in? Moira, M- Muir Isle, Muir Isle. It's the Isle. It, it's where uh, Moira oh, McTaggart that's right. is, that's right. and um, where um, like Charles is like super sad because he thinks that the X Men are dead, and he's like, I shouldn't be doing this. It's pretty much Dark Knight Returns, you know, like Batman. Um, mm-hmm. But then like uh, uh, Rain comes first, and then he has one mutant with him. Um, I forget it's either Mirage or Karma, and I forget the names change and all that stuff. But it was just one person other other than them. And uh, as we found in the comic book later, like that person is perceived to be dead and then comes back. Um, and uh, well, uh, later on, the group comes together. And I think it coincides with one of my favorite parts where like he says, like, I've always been the, the mentor, the teacher, um, the leader. But I've like this is the first time I feel like I'm the father. And mm-hmm. I was like, I really, I really, really enjoyed that because like, I, I mean, I'll always say this. I'm always going to be in that. You mean pr- Charles? Charles, yeah. yeah. I'm always going to be in that corner where I think Charles Xavier in comic book form truly is kind of a dick. And like no visual representation has ever shown that um, other than comic books because I'm like, he is super like two steps ahead of everyone else. And like they just don't show that a lot. Like he's very definitely very capable. But it's like part of the story of him is kind of like how much does he let the world really affect him and how much does he really struggle with like I have to be the positive force. But sometimes like I have to sometimes trade lives. And it's like that's like the crazy thing where it's like the blurred line between him and Magneto is like much more blurred than just like that one's mm. good and that one's 
extreme. Yeah. You know? Um, Caitlin? Um, are we on favorite parts? Yes, we are. <laughs> there's, so, there's just so much happening. Um, probably most things to do with Ileana and Limbo. Okay. I'm, I, Limbo I have really discovered cool. part of why my, my giant struggle with comic books has been, because you're a um, demon. Uh, what? No, no. I mean, I just, no. <laughs> uh, no. I I like really high fantasy, and if it's mm-hmm. too close to normal world, um, and for me, superheroes are so cl- too close to normal world for me. Like Star Trek, Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings. Those are all like high high fantasy. Like things are explained because well, there's that's a completely I, different set of rules. So that's why I'm you, like much more okay with it. But comic books try and use our world stuff to explain our world superhero stuff. And to me, like, I only, like, then my brain is looking for every possible loophole and I get kind of lost. Yeah. Well, because the, the superheroes came at a time where people were in concentration camps and needed to see themselves in someone. So it has to be right. a little more grounded. Yeah. Um, right. That's what and, and you I mean, like. Uh, I, I get them. It's it's not that I don't understand why they're there or anything. It's yeah. just that just doesn't appeal to me since it's a, you know, that's, that's just why not you my liked, bag. You like uh, monstrous, monstrous so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love monsters. You should you should um, get Saga. You should go into Saga. I'm telling you. Oh, don't you worry. We're I know we're gonna get there. Um, but yeah, most things with Ileana and Limbo and like I want to know more about her story in the mm-hmm. past, and I really want to see more things about, um, like, her and Peter, a little bit more. Um, uh, and and the whole introduction of like Warlock was very cool. I love the idea of like oh. this. Weird. We robot totally got mean wild in space. <laughs> <laughs> we totally did. Meanwhile, we were just times. in like upstate New York or whatever. Meanwhile, uh, in space. Okay. I know. Maybe you're right back. Uh, I also love that things just randomly became like um like telenovela like yes. love stories on the side. Yes. Like it was happening everywhere. I, and so and that's the thing where it's actually like in, into his credit, like a lot of people say that Chris Claremont actually made X-Men much more like a soap opera. Yes. Um, where like... Heavy the, agree. And I... To me, I'm here for it. I was raised up on that yes. stuff. You know what I mean? Like... Well, and especially th- with teenagers. Like, it's all love and hormones and... It, oh, even yeah. Even like with, with the with characters, it's just like even the X-Men uh, uh, proper where they're like... It's just like what's going on between, oh, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, Wolverine. Yeah. And Cyclops and Jean Grey. And- but also like, oh, you know, uh, Wolverine and Cyclops have a difference of opinion. So they're going to break off. It's like, it's not about Peter like. and Kitty Pride. Like, like what's. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, we're we're not going to, you know, we're not going to, you know, make bridges and all that stuff because you don't agree with what I do. It's like, no, we just have different, you know, it's like, it's it's a, it's a really cool balance that he does. And it I makes really it just more. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I was on that point of the sort of old school, like, like, look, there's a, there's a panel on, I think it's the first issue of. Like Amara just kind of like, like kind of like she kind of messed up or whatever, and she's doing her like "woe is me," like, like everything's terrible. Oh my goodness! Where she's like on the rock, like very dramatic. And I'm just like, this is great. Like, (laughs) there's something. (laughs) There's something about these like older comics that I find it's not in a patronizing way or anything like that, but it's very like it. There's there's respect there, but there's also a very kind of like this is. This would be just fun to read if I was like twelve. You know what I mean? Well, like this would be incredible. I mean, if I the could cool go back thing, and read this. The cool thing, I think, our version of it right now is the gritty dark, dark stuff. Yeah, you know, like our version of what that soap operiness like is. Then, like ours is like mad, broody, and 
oh, where, what's my identity? You know, that yeah. shit where it's like, a lot of we that. get it. Like, and then like, you know, my 40 years are from, dead. 40 yeah, years from now. Very self-aware kind of <laughs> like conundrum of, 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 of the ages sort of like approach to everything. <laughs> I'm not wearing a hockey bag. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I knew, but no, I knew it's more like, build up going oh, to I'm not wearing. Yeah, no, yeah, Corey, you have to go. <laughs> if only I had I'm not hockey, pads. hockey pads. <laughs> 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 they all think I'm wearing them, but I'm not. <laughs> How do I struggle. tell them? Um, <laughs> what will Bobby think? The favorite part for me is... It's actually more of just a an overall thing about this is it was it was fun to be so you start off reading it and you're reading it and it's kind of like a, a certain style. And then around page one twenty to one twenty one, the style shifts. And I was like, Oh, what's this? That demon bear? The actual yeah, demon um, bear saga. The, the demon bear saga and uh Bill Senkovich mm-hmm. starting to look into his stuff and he look did a variant of Spawn three oh one. Uh, recently that I, I didn't know that it was him. I just thought it was one of the dopest variants, but I really dug the style. I just, throughout the whole thing, I, I love the, I loved when somebody was losing their shit or something like that, or they were going in chaotic. They had this like swirl in their eye, like this, mm. like, yeah, just the, the design of the it super was just abstract. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, not late, usually, like way later in. Yeah. I'm not actually usually into kind of the abstract style, but this was, but I've never seen it applied to like comic books like this. Well, um, and they use it for a very good context. Yeah. Um, oh man, like the sunspot stuff later on. Yeah. The the glass yeah. of memories. Yeah. Like that oh, stuff. The I really, shards, really, yeah, I, I really love that. Like, and to, to Josh's point, like I actually had this conversation at the time of this recording um, on our discord about comic books. And I was talking about like, I used to be this like, Really, and I, I call this like almost pretentious way where like I used to be very like, I need to have my art look like golden age stuff. And like I really like the the butt chin and the the, the you know the weird bravado thing. Yeah, you know, like everyone's wearing like a unitard and stuff like that. Where like now recently I've been very much more like if the art is definitely like like really goes well with what the context of the story is, like I'm all for it. And so like this yeah, definitely uh Sankovich is like is phenomenal like with with like just some of the covers and like what trying to make it more than what it is but even other the other artists in the collection too like like sometimes there's lack of detail in certain things and it's i i I so dig it i just absolutely love it it's i think it it pulls a lot more um emotion out of the page and and yeah it lets him do a lot more dramatic framing yeah um so he he, because it just feels like he's a lot more free with kind of like like he'll take an entire page to do. Like if anyone you know, can, if anyone bear. has it, one sixty-five. That's the one I'm looking yeah. at right now. Oh, it's is such it's a just a dope, giant. Yeah, and like then probably like people. You know, seven-story bear. And then one thirty oh, on oh. page one thirty-seven, this giant, giant bear with these huge claws, and Danny yeah. is just there, like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm well, tiny. Well, yeah, one eighty-two well, also is well, another good one. It's it's really crazy. Uh, I really like the framing in it but then you see mad really tiny in the corner fighting the bear kind of yeah yeah um there's a lot of really cool shots like that so the artwork definitely lends itself um to those kinds of shots um and even things like i'm just kind of just browsing through randomly things like you know silhouettes shots and things you don't normally get in the other style which you know like you said tom you know as as you're kind of aiming towards 
you know, the different subject matter, the different art makes, makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, favorite parts is the, in, basically the entirety of the demon bear story. That's when I really got hooked before that. I was like, this is all right. This is, uh, this is interesting. And then that comic started and I was like, oh shit. This when is, Danny was attacked? This is what I came oh. here for. Well, reading. Like when you re- didn't realize she was attacked or whatever. Oh you know? yeah. Reading this collection in this way, it felt like such like a pilot season. Mm-hmm. It felt like mm. here are the characters, blah blah blah. There's some tension, Wee. there's some shit you don't know about. But we'll probably talk about it okay, later. There's some character, you know, and then co- when the Dean Bear okay, okay. saga comes in, it starts to be like, oh, this is the two part, three part episodes where it's like you don't get the whole thing, and when you're like, okay, what happens yeah. the next one? What happens the next one? Yeah, that's when I found myself being like, oh shit, I just read 100 pages. Um, mm. But uh, specific moments would be, I know we already mentioned the one with Nightcrawler, but there's also a moment with. Charles and uh, Bobby where he's got the pressure thing and he's trying to push it down and then he has Danny scare him with the brood mother and uh, Bobby's being really hard on himself and Professor X is like, if you're going to yell at anyone, yell at me. I did it. I told her to do it. He's like, I just don't get it. And he's like, if you don't think that every other X-Men has been standing and feeling the same way that you are right now, then you're mistaken. You're on the right path. You just have to keep pushing through it. Uh, and believe that you can do it. Because Charles really believes that that Bobby has more potential than he's giving himself credit for, which is awesome. Um, but to be able to hear that from Professor X himself, being like every single person that I've trained has felt the way you're feeling right now, where maybe this is it, maybe I'm not good enough. Uh, and he goes, the important thing is kind of what you do with that information now. Do you mean uh, Sam? I love that moment. You, you mean like Sorry. what Sorry. Gandalf yeah, Sam, said kind Sam. of? <laughs> uh, uh. Yes and no. I mean, because he was talking about the time you're given with it, but uh, I'm specifically talking about like with the knowledge that, you know, the people who have come before me and who have paved the way have also, you know, had their trials and errors. And I just have to know that this one's mine. I I, I like how you hold on to that aspect of that that part. The part I really uh, held on to was, do you think you'll only be able to use your abilities when you're at full concentration? Oh, yeah. And I was like, that I mean, the whole yeah. scene's phenomenal. That yeah. is like strict father shit. That I'm like, you're right. He's so right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, that was that was a really kind of powerful moment. Yeah, I meant Sam, not Bobby. Um, uh, just because you do feel for him throughout this whole run. I was like, is he gonna leave? Is he gonna run away at some point? Because I feel like all signs are pointing to that, and then something like that will happen where he realizes, oh yeah, I'm still new at this. And I, I liked how like he kept going back to the, I'm the oldest, so I everyone looks up to me. And that's such a thing that you kind of deal with that, being like a, a teenager, being a yeah. kid. Like, but he hasn't even like, been there the longest. <laughs> yeah, and so like to me, like I 100% get that, Like where I remember like being that age where it was like, whoever's the oldest is quote-unquote in charge. And then later on, it got to the point where so many times where it's like, no, circumstance is going to make whoever's in charge. And that just happened so many times where, like, I really love the idea that uh, Danny Moonstar as well as uh, Sam Guthrie were both, like, the leaders. I was like, mm-hmm. and they both mm-hmm. lead in different ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, where she's super like, tactful and he's kind yeah. of just, like, she's more planner. inspiring. She's a planner and she can't fight. But yeah. she can definitely, like, take care of anybody, like, if she can. I'm like, that's that's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And, like, yeah. him just get out of the way. And I was like, oh. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I really love, I just love, and I always have loved this, how... Uh, Legion is drawn, the basically yeah. the entirety of that comp. Well, yeah. First of all, his hair is nuts, but also seeing the aspects of him in all of his in his other two counterparts, 
Mm-hmm. Like seeing the hair in in both Jack and and uh, uh, what is her name with Sid Cindy Sydney. Cindy yeah uh, Sydney. I was just trying to remember it's like with a C Y I love and it it's like C Y and D I yeah um, just those little nods to that like oh these are the same person you can tell by the the attributes that they have that they're just different parts of of David yeah Michael mm. Myers should play him. <laughs> All right. No. Uh, um, but yeah, that that I I couldn't stop looking over every single page of of pretty much um Demon Bear to to that comic. Um it was, one it was thing, beautiful. One thing that I really liked and talking about Ollie's point of some silhouettes, there's one silhouette baby that always tickles my fancy, and that's always a sunset kiss baby. And that happens. Uh, meanwhile, a <laughs> story with Magneto. And I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. give me this soap opera bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. Because the cool thing is He's like. He's basically Batman in this run. He's just he, like struggling with. <laughs> well, I, I really liked. It was kind of like it's his redemption. You know, it's yeah. like him learning to love. Uh, and But then learning about how, why heartbreak hurts him so much. I was like. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh, I was like, I feel you. I understand you at the fundamental oh, level. And, oh, okay. Um, I was, I was there for it. And then, like, when she was like, "I'm, I'm scared of you," now. blah blah. I was like, and he's so like, my, fir- my first wife did that. I was like, oh, I was like, it, I was, I, I just loved it. And then he's oh, like, your heart, I, your I, poor, poor heart. I just loved it. And but then at the very end, he comes in. He's like, I come to you as a friend. I was like. <gasps> And now, because it was funny, he was like, um, I had known that, you know, this was kind of during the time where Magneto takes over the X-Men. I just didn't know when. And so when this happened, I was like, this is it. This is where it happens. And then I was like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's one of those cool things. Like, I remember like, it, like side tangent. I remember like in Dragon Ball Z, like you see Super Saiyan 3, you're just like, is this the episode? Is this the episode? Is this the episode? And so this is like, is this the issue? Is this the issue? Is, it, <laughs> is this where he comes? Is this where, where it happens? Is this the penis? Is, just, is, this, is this the one? Imagine being back there in the 80s and hearing a rumor that Magneto would be taking over for the X-Men and you're just like anticipating. I mean, currently right now, uh, aside from, you know, all the special conditions and everything that's going on outside, like that is the current announcement with DC is that Batman will be black. And it's like, but who? Is it going to be someone new? Is it going to be is it going to be one of the characters we right now? Uh, We've got we got a couple of uh, black characters who can who can be It's like brand new. and so that's the, that's the thing where it's like, oh shit, well, what's gonna happen? Um, Caitlin um, or yeah, my I can I can go. Um, we should talk about New Mutants Annual Number One. Do it, yeah. Uh, the Cosmic Cannonball Caper. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't know how you guys felt about this comic, but I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was dope. Uh, it was in space, so it was in space. And strong female. Just so we're clear, it is yeah. oh it, with binary. It, it, this this does feature uh, Sam, leather clad. You're talking about a sex oh, slave no. Lila. Lila. with Lila. Okay, gotcha. with Lila becoming well, yeah. Lila's sex slave. While oh. whilst <laughs> she wow. auctions off Earth to the highest bidder. Oh, I the rest absolutely of loved it. I love this comic. I, um, I, I loved it. the reason why I loved it is it actually reminds me of Spider-Man the animated series because yeah. they would have a lot of guest stars. And actually, if, I don't know if you know, but the person who made that theme is uh, the guitarist for Aerosmith, and mm, um, they, play, they play a lot of um, homage to him in in the series. And so for this, I was kind of imagining like, if this was an animated series, who would they voice for Lila? Like, and I kind of imagine like, would it be like Lady Gaga or something like that, or who you know, like that's that that's what you know I kind of got. Joan like, Jett. No, well, 
I was thinking it would be Lucy Lawless now. Okay. Mm. okay. I was going KT Tunstall because I, I pretty much inserted KT Tunstall over or, her or Michelle while Branch, I was reading. Or Michelle Branch. Or whoever you want. No, no, well, she's Scottish, so close ish. Mm. And then, mm. oh, same like vicinity. Like she has, you know, all those accents are great. So I like hearing them all. Um, those accents are great. <laughs> making me politically save myself, Caitlin. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, the, but no, she's a, she's a dope rocker chick. You know, and, I, and that's that's what I'm drawn to. So that was really awesome right off the gate. And then it just becomes more and more silly and 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 awesome and ridiculous. Well, and, and it comes back into play where they go back to the Dyson sphere. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, and like the Dyson sphere reveal happens because yeah. and like I knew what a Dyson sphere was going into it. I didn't know it was in the X-Men universe at all. And then yeah. she's like, oh, I'm just going to teleport us to my Dyson sphere. That is I love that it's a million. What is it? A million the distance from the sun, I think. I want to say so I realized the distance from the sun to the outer shell is like the distance of the Earth from from our sun. I think to make it perfectly habitable. So the mm-hmm. entire inner sphere is complete. That just like blew my mind in a completely different <laughs> fashion. In a but good then, way. Um, in a great way. And then I just enjoyed the the story in a and, destiny and, way. Yeah. It was, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks to belittle all my interests, Tom, as per usual. <laughs> Just that's bring it that's back what the tra- that's destiny. what the traveler is. It's a Dyson but, sphere. No, I mean I that cover. I can talk about this issue for a very long time, but I definitely want that cover as a poster, and it for is my sure. mission now to find. Let it. me see the the cover. The real like quick. Star Wars esque. The Star Wars esque uh, cannonball on the ground in his sex slave outfit, and he's kind and of like doing the reaching the, out to the stars with a crackling oh, yeah. behind them. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, crackling earth behind yep. them was was the cherry on top for me. So I got to find that Because it's like now. the Traveler after it's all broke up. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's Steal This Planet, a rock fable. What what page is it so I can just take a look? Uh, uh, never mind, it I found is it. One, 226. <laughs> yeah. Excuse For everyone that's one, uh, playing the read-alongs. <laughs> um, I will. I want to jump back heavy up metal. to uh, Caitlin, some favorite points. Uh, Soul Sword? Yeah. Soul Sword and Soul Arm. Sword. Soul, Soul, Soul Sword. The Eldritch <laughs> Power. I was like, this is. This my is my so other favorite part written here is cool. anything Ileana does. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Literally yeah. anything she does. Any, so anything it's like, she does is super cool. Why I isn't love she the leader? Her well, she's dope too. as shit. I think that's kind of what the film is going to go into. Um, If you saw some of the trailers and like yeah. you see the. She sword, had it. I was like, yeah, I, was like, I mean that's kind of the cool. Thing. Well, to me, it's kind of like she's like the Wolverine of the bunch. You know, you got Jean Grey, you got Storm, and you got Cyclops. So yeah. you got like the three, and then he's like, but we all really like this one. Yeah, hey, Tom, <laughs> I have yeah. a question for you. Without spoiling too much, because I kept running into potential spoilers when I was looking this up. Tell me about the the connection with Ileana and the Soul Sword to the Sorcerer Supreme, and how it works with Doctor Strange. Is it like the same? No magic. Um, so she she is got? like quote unquote the empress sorceress of limbo. But in comic book, uh, aside from what the MCU has done, um, his power derives from different deals he's made with different entities. Yeah. So um, Corey can attest to this. Um, Juggernaut is not oh. really a super strong dude. He no. actually just has what? a gem um, from a god called Sidorak, um, and that gives him the like a fraction of this god's power. Yeah. To kind of put it into context, if Sidorak was in his dimension, and let's say, I don't know, let's someone that people can think, if Thanos was there with the Infinity Gauntlet, Sidorak would still like wipe the floor with them. But oh. in those dimensions, those gods are absolute. Um, such gods, like let's say, um, what's his face? Uh, Mephisto, who gives Ghost Rider his powers. 
Um, like he's absolute within his dimension. Um, and so uh, it's also one of the prime evils in uh, Diablo. Mm. One um, of the three. It's more of a leading question, I guess. Like, do you think this will well, we'll see any of this stuff crop up in the MCU without to me, the new uh, I only see a future where Disney just does like a. I mean, and I I say this in the nice way, and I also say this in the Disney does as Disney's is. They completely just ignore their past, and so they're mm-hmm. gonna. I think they're gonna ignore completely their fo- their Fox division stuff. Yeah. Um, and oh. kind of like actually to lead to another comic book show, um, or a comic book thing, um, Constantine, uh, the show. Uh, there's a there. You see his um like little hideout, and then you see like all these magical mm. relics from different characters. So good. I would I can imagine it kind of like attuned to Iron Man 2 where you see we'll start Captain America's pieces. shield. Yeah. And so you would see like Soul uh, Sword. Maybe, Perfect. Give maybe you see maybe you see like <laughs> like armor that looks like, you know, the like magic's crown and well, so Well, if like, you look like in that. the trailer, I don't and they they may not be leading up to this anymore. I know Fox was leading up to Mr. Sinister, but this it's his school. Mm. It's not the Essex school. Oh. It's his last name. Uh Hillberry, Milbury? Milbury. Oh, okay. I think oh, yeah. it's on yeah. in the trailer. It's written above the door and they're probably yeah, going to yeah, yeah. abandon that, unfortunately. Huh. But because um, I think they were and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you look this up later, correct me. Uh, but I think John Hamm was going to have a cameo as Mr. Sinister and they cut it uh, once oh. it went over to Disney. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. But Javier Bardem is in it as someone. Oh. So we'll have to see. Oh. He is. That'd be interesting. Oh, Not Javier Bardem. God. Excuse me. Oh, I think that. Uh, It'll be really crazy. No, no, no. Really I'm thinking something else. Movie. I apologize. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say, like, uh, but what? John Hamm was initially supposed to be uh, Essex. You just gave me like a, a misfire b- hard on, bro. I know Antonio Banderas <laughs> is in it now. I don't know what he's gonna be playing, but I know he's. Well, I mean, in the that cool, helps. The cool thing to kind of think about, and we can kind of have fun with this, is imagine what Fox really had in mind because, like, with Deadpool two, they brought in X Men, and so like they show like, okay, they're willing to acknowledge that those two exist and coexist in the same time frame. So, like, thinking of how, like, the last film ended off with Essex and New Mutants ties in with that. Like, and thinking about the third Deadpool film, which probably would have been an X-Force film. Like, the New Mutants mm-hmm. and how they are now currently, thanks to Corey's Lord and Savior, Jonathan Hickman, mm-hmm. they're kind of back to form. They're back to being, like, the New Mutants, like, we're kids. And right now they're in space. Um, yeah. But a lot of, like, what happened with the New Mutants is that they all kind of got branched off. And so they would all go to, like, Excalibur or they go to X-Force or they go to mm-hmm. Generation X. And, like, the New Mutants team was kind of just not really the same team because um, once Chris Claremont was actually told to make uh, Excalibur, then they brought in uh, Rob Liefeld. They brought in um, uh, Louise Simonson. And um, uh, those issues kind of really didn't do that well. But then they brought in that same... Deadpool vibe of that heavy metal, big action guns. Like this is during the time where even Spider-Man had like a patch and I had like a visor looking like Deadshot. Um, so it was like, well, why? Um, but but why? now, but but now, like currently, uh, the New Mutants are like all together, and it's like this cool reunion, and they're all like they like uh, bamboozle space pirates to like take their ships and stuff like that. So it's like bamboozle. that same fun vibe, uh, vibe, but like in in. In more fantastic spaces. Yeah. So, Caitlin, um, were you gonna? And we got say, Hope Summers. We were, we were gonna hmm? go to your favorite, more of your favorite parts, but did you have more to say? Side tangent. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I did really like that. Uh, Lila was sending Sam care packages, and that Xavier <laughs> hated it. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was just tiny touches, um, but that was cute. Um, I also liked that they were all like taking dance classes. 
which I know is part of their training. Yeah. Um, it's but, in, um, uh, she's even in, uh, um, God Loves Man Kills. Yeah. In the beginning. I would, um, I would, the dance I would, teacher, Stevie. I would, oh, oh, I would oh, almost oh, like right. not put it into like, it's so much as a training thing, but it's like, this institute's not just to train child soldiers. They are actually learning stuff. It felt like, yeah, yeah. it was like, I, I think right. it's meant to look like a normal school. And I want to say like back then, maybe they had like dance as like a normal class. A movement class. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, their practical uh, fine art. But also Stevie was like, part physical therapist as well. Right. Um, in the comics. Mm. I'd like um, to see Stevie in live action films. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed, um, a lot of Moira McTaggart, um, and mm. seeing how, even more so now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that and house the, of X has come out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, is just seeing like a little bit more of like what, um, who she really was. And I really liked their, the in between parts between Charles Xavier and her. And it was like, um, the first, you know, they, they loved each other and then um, he went away and now they're, they became friends and now they're like truly great friends. And it's like mm-hmm. that kind of like love that like, I think. Evergreen love. Evergreen love. And I think that's also kind of rare to find uh, mm-hmm. nowadays. And typically when you see those stories of like when people like exes um, can still be friends, they tend to be really, really great friends because um, they kind of know each other a little bit more than what other people do because they didn't know like beyond that surface level um mm-hmm. that it's like i could tell when you're lying i could do that stuff um and they're they're not afraid to really be honest with each other but then they'll be like really there to help them get through some hard times so like i absolutely love like the kind of stakes involved with having those two characters around each other um and having moira like be in peril and it's like oh shit what does he do and it's like you know he it, it, it strikes an emotional chord then but it's not romantic and i i think that's a, a really good yeah like line to play with and her, her moments between her and Rain, too, where she's mm-hmm. really trying to prove to Rain that you're like, I love you like a child, even though you're not my own. That, and then seeing that come to fruition with her calling her mom was like, damn. Yes. That that damn. one shot, though, where she says, I love you, uh, where Rain says, I love you. And then Mara, Moira says, I love. And then in next frame, you. And she turns into the uh, the werewolf transition. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, that is a horror movie like like effect. I'm like, that's cool. Like, well, that's then. awesome. And then she's like, we're not alone. I was like, ooh, some shit is about to happen. And then they all get wiped. And they all take some big fat L's. <laughs> <laughs> wipe, 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 wipe it up. Wipe. Uh, uh, next segment? You want to do, yeah, do Quim Quams? Do oh, favorite no. characters and Quams? What are you, what are you I have do, it written here even, and I didn't least follow my own characters. notes. Let's do well. favorite character and then your second favorite character. Okay. Uh, Corey, you want to go first? Ileana and Warlock. Yep. Easy. Easy yep. peasy squeezy lemons. Exactly like, the same. Uh, Ileana's fucking fantastic. I liked her before reading these, and I, I love her even more now. Um, you know, uh, one of my favorite characters is Colossus, so I was very familiar with uh, other parts of his family as well. So getting to see, dive deeper into where she began and where knowing where she ends up, I was like, yeah, everything she's doing is fucking baller as shit. Like even God. using her sword, knowing it wouldn't, Kill them, but enough to scare the aliens uh, was a badass move. Josh, when uh, if you ever play the mobile game, I forget, like Marvel, is it Contest of Champions or whatever, where it's just like Strike a side Wars? where you're just oh, fighting yeah. each other? There's a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Magic, that's her, her yeah. code name. It's like her sword is like a, like a, it's like a buster sword, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's uh, pretty sexy. I'm like, fuck. Hell yeah. Oh, and they're putting the shields up the, around uh, Danny's operation room. 
even oh, with yeah. her life force. Yeah, mm. even just stepping discs. Yeah, and I was like, that's so and healing that's herself. So cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. And anyway. it's like, oh, she's facing like, the, she the, from the, the pentagram comments? the other way. Yeah. So this is wrong way. Her black magic. At <laughs> one point she goes, No, no, I could get us there. I just don't know either when. when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that could be a problem. I like she's uh, like, let me let's go back and let me try again. <laughs> and then Warlock just learning how to human. Like turn like killing that seagull. <laughs> killing that seagull and then on. being like, You can't do that. And he's like, Oh, Sorry, I could bring him back to life, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, that'd be great." You know, and like, does his, ar- his does his armor break in the annual? <laughs> like, I, I I didn't know uh, what happened to it. It just like went away. No, it like it uh, breaks, right? He gets his armor. Yeah, armor. I mean, his whole he body. He's armor. just like he's just like circuitry. Yeah, he's just a robot, kind of living robot. Uh, I know that the he gets overpowered when uh, Lila does the yeah like Stargate. Like, his like. Energy gets overpowered and he, and almost he becomes combusts. a freaking ship. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. Anyway, Thanks, those two. And then Caitlin, also the same, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, um, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go ahead, Ollie. Oh, sorry. Um, mine is uh, is definitely, sorry, I had it written down. It's definitely Lila. We get it. We get yeah, it. It's not, Ly- not Danny was baller too. Like, don't, don't want to sleep on Danny. Oh, yeah. Can't really was, sleep uh, on anyone. Yeah. Oh. Um, for me, it was Ileana one. Ileana was first, and then um, I actually really like uh, Shadowcat, even though she kind of she, she she's Kitty? more heavily yeah in, in the beginning, right? The X Man. Yeah, she's in the beginning and at the end. Yeah. And at the end, yeah. Alpha, uh, your favorite X Man? How could you not? <laughs> she kind of spears for a bit. Yeah, she's my favorite. And uh, but I, I, I like seeing her like in a different place, you know, yeah. entirely from what I'm used to seeing her, like different role kind of thing. Yeah. I like how this one also keeps uh, harking back to how she is a genius level intellect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never ever get that in any other form other than comic books. Oh, and getting to it's see the origin C-class. of Cypher was oh, unexpected. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I love Cypher and he's a huge part of um, House of X. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah, House of X. And so getting to see that he just started off as like Kitty's friend, mm-hmm. I was like, and he doesn't know anything about them. It's like, all Yo, right, we got to figure out what the he's hell a mutant this thing even is. Yeah. until Warlock shows up. That comes pretty, in handy a lot. Pretty badass, yeah. He does. Um, so yeah, to me, he was definitely the, like the Donatello of the group. And also, shout out to Claremont. I got to see two of my three favorite X Men, and and <laughs> got to yeah, see my color like, and Colossus. I was like, come in. Yes. Uh, Tom, uh, Josh, Tom, Josh. Well, you were going to start. <laughs> well, you were going to start, and then Ollie went. So now you're going to do go these things. No. Now we go. Oh, I pulled my these. headphone okay, out. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I just said bamf at the end. Um, <laughs> I I will say uh, it's the same. It's um, it's magic and warlock. Um, although I mean, I will say like I loved reading Danny and Sam. Same. Danny um, was oh. like you can't have the story without them. But it like seeing how effective they are, but also how nuanced their characters are, like. When Ileana came into play, it became like, all right, this is her story now. And then when Warlock came in, it's just like, I will only want, like, anytime I saw a panel with him, I was like, I can't wait to get to what he's going to say. And uh, it just became really fun. Like, obviously, you have your, your surrogates and stuff like that. But, like, um, uh, it's just really enjoyable to them. And obviously, to Corey's point, yeah, this has a lot of favorites, especially the the best uh, mutants as, uh, as Magneto. So, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go, now, Josh? Um, I, my favorites are Locke and Cannonball. I just, I, I 
they're pretty equal for different reasons. I a warlock, I yeah, like, war, lock? warlock. They call because well, they they call yeah. him lock. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Saying, it's not Lockheed like, the dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, Sam's struggle through it and just being he he is very powerful, but he's just he's just struggling so much with not being able to control it, and it really affects his his psyche. Um, and then Locke, he, he's just he just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Like the way that he'll, the way that he speaks, like when self apologizes he, or self. When he thanked the ship and was oh, like, yes. if you ever want to hang out, I would be glad to. <laughs> no, I love, he's like, I'm sad that you do not, you do not turn into another form. Yeah. I, like, I yeah. just loved that. Cause she's and, like, what's he saying? It's Blackbird, Blackbird. Oh, Blackbird. Oh, the <laughs> ship. Thank you for your traveling for us. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. To the gripes. Qualms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey. Yeah. Oh, we're keeping it to two, but go ahead, Corey. The annual issue. Really? I didn't like it. Um, I just, it just felt very, after dealing with like a demon bear and all that kind of stuff, it just felt very uh, silly, I think is the word. The enemies mm-hmm. looked very like Hanna-Barbera. Mm. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't very frightened of them and I wasn't. Uh, they were t- taken out pretty quick. Well, they're they're um, pretty they're pretty cookie cutter. Pretty yeah, cookie cutter. Um, and it just, um, I don't know. I think maybe my mind is ruined because of the Rick and Morty episode about heists. Mm. But it just it it didn't capture me. I think it's the only part I really skipped the second time I read it through. Hmm. Um, and that's uh, yeah. I think that's that's probably my. I could have done without that and gone on to the next one. That's my. I think. I think it's also. It's very out that, of place. Yeah, yeah, to that point, it's very like for this collection, it feels very weird because it feels like you should be reading like all these. Yeah, I think stories. if I had read it mm. as like a one-off, yeah, not included in like demon bears and, uh, you know, traveling through space and warlock and all that kind of stuff, I think I would have liked it a lot more. But where it sat, especially within the collection, um, just felt like a speed bump. I think a little bit. And I, and I think that's also to to be a testament of like what annual issues are. They are really that supposed to be that celebratory like, hey, this is that like in in I guess um, to, to say in a term for like TV and movies, it always feels like it's kind of like a backdoor uh, pilot where mm-hmm. it's like I don't know why the fuck is this even happening. Um, yeah. And it's really just kind of there to bolster sales and like have people like, hey, like this is the annual issue, so you can read this one, and then you know, like you kind of get into it. And it's like just a fun romp. It's a one-off. It's a filler yeah. episode mm-hmm. for anime, you know, mm-hmm. in that kind of sense. Um, yeah, I think that's really my only one, except for maybe um, the first, the first, the first comic felt a little slow mm-hmm. for me. Um, it was a little. It was very expositiony. Yeah, it was a little grueling for me to get through. Um, but the second time around, not so much, just because I, you fall in love with the characters a little bit, so mm-hmm. I didn't mind as much. But yeah, once Ileana gets there, that's kind of when I'm like, all right, cool. Um, yeah, but that for, that first one is just a bit, uh, yeah, like you said, exposition too expositiony for me. I, I would have liked to learn along the way rather than just kind of have it all. Uh, but that's a, that's a personal there. preference thing. Pour yeah. it on to you, just and it's so wordy. Like you have these like mm-hmm. big Thick. dialogue boxes. Big. Yeah, can I, and that's that's what got me. Can I go next? Just because that's what mine's related to. My only qualm yeah. of this entire book is that there was just there were some pages that were just 
overloaded with dialogue and text that then like I'd turn the page and I'd be like, oh. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And it depends on when too. Like for me, the early stuff is when it's tough. Like the Legion one, I understand Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with some really heavy, in depth, like psychic shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're in a completely psi mm, world. Or as they say, psi abilities. Yeah. It didn't bother me as much there. But like before that, you was, you'd turn a page, like you said, Josh, and just be like, all right, let me get my reading glasses. Hold on. Definitely (laughs) to to put it in a phrase, it's like the first hundred pages are harder to read than the last hundred pages. Yeah. Because like just how much like text to picture or text to page ratio is like Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Not ridiculous. It's like very common for the time, but it's just like, you know, if you haven't read anything of the like in this era, then it's like, I'm reading a real fucking yeah. book, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that that's I mean, I, I kinda I get what you're saying, like kind of the later stuff with like Legion and stuff like that. It's still it's still daunting. It was still oh. a daunting task okay. for me where it's like, wow, that's that that's a lot of but I mean I the the thing is like about my qualm, it comes down to like it's kind of a product of its time. A lot of comics mm-hmm. back then Absolutely. had a lot of had a lot of dialogue to the page. So it's it's one of those things that just from this experience of reading this book, it was like, or this collection, it was it was yeah. a daunting task at some at some times. Not saying that it like, wasn't enjoyable dialogue. It was just like fuck. the 80s were a, a time of uh, you know, they didn't mean anything by this, but maybe calling the Native American girl chief ain't the best thing to do. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, isn't uh, it still the contention? But at the time that, that was like when a movie team? When a movie like, you know, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest came out and one of the most endearing characters in it is a Native American guy named Chief. Uh, it was just a different yeah, it's, time. It's, it's also yeah. how you play with it, too, because, I mean, like... Uh, it's endearing I, for them. Yeah, but also, also it's like, um, like I was just saying, like, isn't there a sports team that's still, like... like Reds? The Braves? Yeah, the Braves. Yeah. Or, and it's just like... It's still an issue. At, at this time... Like it's yeah. super apparent that that's not like. Just, I think the Redskins are still around. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. Now, I think it was from good intention. Like I think they were trying to just bring the light to all the different races, but just the way they went about some of the executions, it's a little questionable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different, standards, different to read. Today's standards for sure. The eighties were a wild time. Molly, yeah. Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I can go. Um, the main issue I had with uh, with this book, and it was the issue I've had with a couple other Marvel books was I was starting to notice when my lack of knowledge of what came before or what was happening parallel to was starting to negatively impact uh, my understanding of what was happening in this comic. Yeah. Um, so why those so when it would have so that little, that yeah, citation when they would make like little like, citations, um, I'll have to admit um, Legion. What are the three comics like starting with Legion? Um, I had to read those like two or three times. Mm. to really understand and i still don't really fully understand the story and what happened in it as far as Uh, like i mean like what had transpired what i was supposed to get from the character's journeys and things like that um so yeah that was that was the only thing i had a little bit of challenge with some of those back issues towards the end okay Mm. um just to dive into a little bit so it's like almost two twofold where like you don't know what's happening within the context and you don't know what happens outside the context yeah so Um, at, at first to give you to give you a little bit of uh, my context of like yeah. reading through it. Um, I was really, you know, Kaylin it bothered you a little bit, but for me, um, it, it didn't end up bothering me, but it, it was those little like citations. And at first I was like, Oh my God, there's this massive world outside of this. You know, who knows mm-hmm. what the X-Men are getting themselves into. There's some crazy world ending phenomenon going on. 
Meanwhile, what's going on with the new mutants? I can dig this. This is kind of cool. Um, but at a certain point is when it started to like tip over the other direction where I was like, okay, we're getting into some territory here. That I'm not familiar oh, yeah. with. Um, um, and like the stuff like Legion and his son and kind of like how that affects everybody is still a little cloudy. For me. Can I mean, to that point, I really want to actually make like highlight and underline this because I think that is an overlying issue. It's, it's pretty much exactly what we talked about why sometimes people feel like it's so daunting to get in comic books. Because, mm-hmm. like, where do you start? How do I get the whole thing? And, like, you know, you could almost, assu- uh, uh, like, say the same thing with every visual adaptation, too. It's like, well, if you want to understand it, you have to watch from the very beginning. And so it's mm-hmm. like, now you have to watch 28 films. Like, I can't now you just have to jump watch- into Fast 9. Yeah, now you yeah. have to watch, <laughs> well, like, to me, 70, like I, 70 hours worth of CW gotta watch shows. all of them. My thing was three. jumping into Magneto specifically uh, to point something out, I guess. Because I didn't, I didn't mention it specifically because it's not a commentary on the subject matter at all. Um, but it's... It's the side stuff with Magneto. Why and, is he stranded? Yeah, what happened? Why he, was he what, in what's space? What's he doing? What's going on? Who's this chick? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll wait. It'll be I answered maybe, I, and then it never kind of does. It, and, it didn't feel. I mean, because they're obviously they're taking these selections from from at a time, and they're not editing out the stuff that had extensions. Mm-hmm. But I'll agree if you were to take this just at face value, that Magneto stuff I don't think belonged within this story. Yeah, but knowing knowing that they just comprised a bunch of comics and we're like, here, this is the best. This it's, is the best understanding of what and, it is. And, you know, it do, it does come into play, but it was just kind of like, I, I feel like I missed a lot. I, I think know? that's also the um, the folly with a lot of like when you see films try to adapt the actual storylines. Like you're like you have to kind of just take the base story. You can't have an all the tie ins that actually kind of enrich in it because mm-hmm. if you know, like, and that's the thing too, where it's like. And I'll, I'll kind of like brace you for this. It's not meant to be like a like a worrying factor, but like comic books now barely have all those like check out this issue. You mm-hmm. kind of have to know exactly when this is playing yeah. during that time. Like, does this yeah. play before the new Secret Wars? Does this play before House of X? Yeah. Like, when which does is this why happen? Powers in House were so popular is because everyone you don't have to know shit. Well, you can yeah. just jump in. I'm, I'm definitely of two minds about it, and I don't know where I land. You know, no, I, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I think it's definitely like a dialogue everyone, every reader and listener goes through because like to Corey's point, like that's why sometimes companies find it so important to just like just reboot the whole thing because then you give everyone a good jumping off point to play with and then you could keep all the things everyone liked and you could throw away all the things people didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it is a definitely like a, a, I guess like a learned um, mentality to have with some like when you're reading comic books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this, this is also kind of an, this is a very, uh, kind of an individual experience I think with this because this is my first time seeing a collection that is like this like mm-hmm. I, I've, I've seen omnibuses that have like but it's one it's it's a one comic book and you're reading from a chronological thing uh, it's a, but this it's a is trade it's the, yeah this is just like we're doing this and kind of pulling some things yeah some things together so it's this an is epic me, collection yeah. some might say it might they might they might in, okay, in July knows? July 9th 10th 2019 they might have said that yeah uh, Kaylin what you got um, the, in the, um, Demon Bear saga, um, Tom and Sharon, I think it is. I got a problem with me. I got a problem with me. Um, the, because, <laughs> <no. laughs> kidding, um, kidding. <laughs> uh, when they get turned into Indians, that the Americans? felt, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm like remembering. Well, that's the terminology they that they wrote it. it yeah. In. That's the terminology. Yeah. Native well, American is not the terminology at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, so when that happened, I was immediately uncomfortable because like a, lo- a lot of the things that they used for like describing people who aren't white was like uncomfortable, but that 
that in particular was very like, mm. Well, I mean, mm, to the, I'll why add, is this I'll add, happening? I'll add to that point. There was a lot of times where I was like reading, I was just like, man, I swear if like I'm like the Google of PC culture, I'll just have been like, um, actually, like, <laughs> half the time. But I was just like, let me just read what they were writing in the fucking 80s. Like, and I, yeah. I, I 100% agree where it's like, well, that doesn't, play anymore. A that doesn't play anymore. That doesn't play anymore. In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't well, play anymore. They didn't I, have it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just turning them into. Uh, Native Americans was like a weird move and I feel like it they didn't really explain it in such a way where it was like necessary or or pertinent to the story it's just like now we're Native Americans it, it plays on later on where they're in the in, the where, in Muir Isle with uh, Moira um, you see them like um, still being uh, Native American and they're like man this is weird like we have new bodies I don't recognize the person who I am anymore um, and then that's it but like right um, that's what but, I mean that's I not think to me the, that was not enough that's why the, it's a qualm for me because thing, I just didn't like it I think the small little thing at the end of the collection and it might play later on I just don't know but they do like a little bit like now the spirits and souls are all sent back to where they were and it's like does that mean them so I don't huh. know I, don't I, think, know. I yeah. think my best guess is that they were really leaning uh, hard into like the spiritual aspect of um, the culture mm-hmm. so that's why right. they just use that as like you're the sh- this is how it's visualized that is as a Indian Native American whatever like that, talking to the spirits. I was gonna say that, I, that I can totally get that. It just didn't land for me. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, well, like all. Ali, that is the most like positive intent I've ever heard you say about like a loose thread <laughs> in my life. In my mind, it's like man, they're gonna put them in another comic book and then they're gonna be part of a team. Yeah. I'd say it was a be, good decision. I just said it. I like, understood me, maybe their mentality. <laughs> to me, let's be real. With comic books, I'm like, yo, if you're not doing this with some of that character, I'm gonna see them in one of those comic books that are like technically the unsellable characters that you put in a team. Like, guaranteed. And yeah. so it's like, you don't bring them back for no reason. Like, that something's gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Mm-hmm. Is that a kill? Uh, so that and then like the wrestling type ads for like this felt kind of like NXT. I don't know if you guys know in the world of WWE I know NXT, at all. Maybe. No. Um, but it felt like this was like the NXT line. And then they're like occasionally being like, here's an ad for like our superstars. Go over here if you want to watch that. And then here's an ad for this thing over here. So that kind of like. Well, I don't. At again, first, I, don't I didn't think mind it, but so much as first, I there... didn't mind it, but it was like it kept happening, and I was like, I want to get the full story. I don't want to like be sidetracked like a million times. So yeah. that started getting really frustrating for me a little bit, especially I... when it hit the um, the Beyonder, like when we kind of like hopped that, and mm-hmm. it was just like all of a sudden she's in demon form. I was like. I want. I wanted to read that. Why isn't that not part but of that? But that's us? why those citations are important. Now you and can. Then, right. Yeah, I was gonna but, say like. But that, that was like the next natural step, and for them to just completely like go around it, I was like, "Why'd you do that? <laughs> this should have yeah. been part of this because that felt like the next natural step." So it felt yeah. like they just took a whole chunk out and was like, "Buy it over here if you want." I think comics it. they probably used to be a lot more serialized back then. Well, it had to, yeah. I mean, like, it has I well, they still are. This is just a random selection. Right. And, and like, random, I understand but it's a the premise and everything. I'm just saying, like, as for this collection, mm-hmm. as I read through it, that was like a qualm for me. Yeah. It no, was no, not no, for sure. Like, no, sorry, it meant took me out of it a little less bit. Less serialized. I meant, yeah, they're more like episodic one shot kind of books, magazines sort of thing. Like, you could read one and then never read another one or something. Mm, right. No, like, no. The well, arcs were like really long play. Well, no. And I like, mean, every every issue, they're explaining powers. 
for the first time as if it's, it's a, a new reader. It's typically there like is some a, aspect to it. That, like the, equiv- the equivalent to that in like a Marvel book is usually they do like current now they do like a one page and they'll just have all the heads and they'll say like, this is Wolverine, a.k.a. James Hallett, who has this ability. And then just mm-hmm. read. It's, um, it, they, it, they are long overarching serialized things, but they treat it the way we treat this podcast where every yeah every episode is someone's first. Right. So they're just as serialized, if not more serialized than they are now. It's just that they wanted to make sure that if someone bought this comic, it was their first day to a comic book shop and they wanted to buy New Mutants number 28, they could still go, okay, who am I reading about? Okay, and that's why the citations are in there as well because they're like, hey, if you like this, you can read these things. Uh, welcome to comic books. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, I, and, I, and I think to to everyone's point of kind of like, it's interesting to like how they kind of, um, what is it, um, uh, curated this collection because um, Magneto issues or, or, or parts where it's like, maybe they could have taken that out so it would have been a more streamlined experience. And then like, they don't have the explanations every time. It probably would have turned the book until, or turned this collection from 504 pages to like maybe 390 pages if they did that. Um, but I think the tough thing with that is kind of like, uh, I mean, if you read the uh, the backward, the forward at the end where um, Bill is talking about like how like it isn't, it's supposed to really kind of feel like this is what how the things were at a time in like a, in a vignette where, yeah, it is. You are kind of seeing like, these are the follies of like, if you were to read this in that time where it's like, I'm going to pick issue 13 and then issue 19 and then issue uh, annual number one, you'd have like, I don't know where the fuck these other issues are. Um, and if you're not keeping up, it's definitely tough because like, yeah. that's exactly well, they're what happened. also, you wouldn't, it was like an, a TV show. You get them either weeks, a week apart or two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a refresher as well. Like, yeah. oh, what happened two weeks ago? That's right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like it, it's to, to, you know, you know, you know, talk about it. It's like, yeah, it is tough to especially see like, I 100% agree where it's like Magneto's Previously there. On. Then all of a sudden, like <laughs> magic is turning into a demon. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why, why is this happening? It's like, if you're reading Batman, it's like, cool, Batman's going after Joker. Now Joker has his face ripped off. Like, what, what happened? What was the event? And yeah. that's the thing where it's like some people like absolutely don't like reading the crossover events because they're like, well, shit. Because now I have to read what happens to that character because it might play into my other character that mm-hmm. I only read. Like, I only read Moon Knight, but I have to read Doctor Strange. I don't like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And it's like that kind of stuff where it's like, like I only read Flash. Now I got to read, you know, you gotta read Batman. something like that. Like, yeah, it's... And figure out what's what's going on with the button, and it's like, yeah. oh, well, fuck, man. And so, yeah, it's it's a very interesting like, and I think that's what's really effective about the. It's a collection, so it is a time capsule. Like, it is showing like some of the things that I think new writers now do nowadays try to write just one six issues, and that's why mm. like Caitlin, we talked about this before when we're getting into comic books, and you're like, it's like fan fiction. And I was like, mm. it's like it's just so that this doesn't happen. It's just so that like. One person doesn't have to be like, okay, uh, up top, they're doing what? Okay, cool. Now I have to write this somehow and intertwine it into what I'm doing mm-hmm. because it has to connect to whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And that's more self-contained. They do, yeah. they, they only deal with, they show you what you need to see about that character during the arc. Like, and yeah, I, and I, I also just, these arcs that lasted years with the same writer rather than like, all right, Hickman's going to do six of each of these and then hand them off. And then he's going to take just the X-Men and other people are going to handle this other stuff. It's like watch watch Spider-Man uh, Homecoming then watch Far From Home without watching any of the Avenger films. You're like, mm-hmm. how did he get the suit? But why did people go away for five years? But wait, what? <laughs> like, but why is Iron Man dead? Like all that shit's like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't get, and then it's like, well, you could watch the Infinity War. 
It started to stack like, up. That's what they I think like. that's what it was. It was like at first I was like, oh, there's a couple things here and there. That might be fun later to read. And then it just like kept stacking. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I mean, the, okay. the point of this epic collection is for you to get an idea and then for and you to choose what you want to read and go off. That's and read what, it. yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I decided it's to focus on. It's not like a cohesive story. Yeah. I, I kind of forgave it as far as like my, when I was reading through, knowing that. Um, and I think that's probably why. And like to be clear, because uh, I wish I wish you brought up the uh, the um, the annual stuff while I was talking about it. Because uh, to be clear, it's not something I don't think it's like a masterful piece of literature or anything like that. No, I no, think no. it's I enjoy it because of how ridiculous it is. Like right. that's yeah. what. Well, you're living again. In it. Yeah, you're, it's you're living it's in its own self-contained thing. Yeah. You it, almost expected the line, and I would have gotten away with it. It wasn't for you kids and that silly dog. Oh, kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you watch old school Scooby Doo and like should have been a sco- yeah reveal. hundred percent. It's, it's like it's like it's like I would honestly say it's like watching old school Batman cartoons, not Bruce Tim and Kevin Conroy, like old school Batman cartoons, and then seeing the yeah. Scooby Doo episode, being like, yeah. why but, is this happening? But yeah, so. I brought that up because just to show like it was cool to see a whole breadth of variety of, of oh, yeah. kinds of comic in this book. And now That's for what something I kind of, completely different. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> um, like, for me, like I said, if it had been in, in a, if they had reordered it or it had been separate, it just followed Warlock and Demon Bear, which was like, oh, yeah. it was just it's an different. odd place for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see like them do a lot of that, like citations at the beginning and then like less throughout. And then like, yeah. I sometimes it's them. kind of like. I kept, Actually, looking up, yeah, I kept looking up the episode. Actually, oh, by the way, Cannonball can't hurt himself no matter how clumsy he is. Um, Um, I used it, I I used the citations every time I googled them on my phone and was like, Oh, Secret Wars, what was happening then? Yeah, oh, okay, that's why no one's around. Secret Wars, too. Yeah, I kind of want to read Secret Wars because I haven't. You should, I haven't read read the first one. The second one is uh, highly not um, well received, highly not Uh, great. Yeah, no, but you know what happens in the Secret Wars. By number eight is the first appearance of the black suit. I was gonna say black suit baby, black suit Spidey. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll round out the qualms and we move on to our rating. Um, for me, it is specifically that one part where Magneto's there, and then the next issue starts out magic is turning into a demon, and you're like, God bless. Yeah. You, could, you would turn this into a thousand page collection if you just included the arc. I'm assuming, but it's yeah. like. Well, shit, man, I want to read that. But like, um, which is a good thing, right? So it's like a, it's a love-hate, right? Did its job a Yeah, it did its job very effectively. Um, and then the, th- the second thing and my last thing, um, and I'll be completely uh, honest, uh, reading the speech bubbles and how they are kind of layered over each other, it's really cool to see unique, well-done ways of doing it. But sometimes I'm like, thoughts turn into speech. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just like, which one? Oh yeah, they would go. Here's what I'm actually yeah, saying. Yeah, look for the rounded in my the cloud. Here's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had some then, logic questions with uh, between Rain and Berto when they were talking. I was like, wait, who said you that? Hear her, or um, can Danny hear her, or Danny could hear her in in do- in wolf form, but everyone could yeah. hear her in transitioned form. Yeah, but there were, there would be moments where she would be in wolf form, speaking spe- speech bubble with like Berto understanding her. Well, there's the half. Form wolf form everyone can understand that's her there. Yeah, and then when she's full form. wolf, only Danny can understand her okay. thoughts. But then and there's yeah. what they call transition form, where she's the best of both, right, right, and she right. can talk. Danny Moonstar and her special rapport. Um, yeah, like, I, I just <laughs> love to call it a rapport. Yeah, I love it. I'm like yeah. saying just that. A, it's so old school. Like, I love that, but also every Psylink. I'm like, oh, we get it. Uh, but like, it's but I mean, that's the thing. Where it's like watching The Godfather and being like, this is a film. It's like we get it. It's like, but then when they made it, they didn't. So yeah. shut the fuck up and understand where you're what you're watching. Right. Um, so for me, reading this, like it was very like I did have some uh, like like 
let me fucking read that shit one more again because yeah. I don't know who the fuck said that. Or it's like, but I did, I mean, there's a really cool thing and I really like that where it's like, you would see bubbles turn into yellow squares because it's the uh, opposite camera reaction. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you would see yeah. like the the dotted, peripherated lines where it's like, oh, that's a whisper. Um, and stuff I like that. I like so, that a lot. A whisper. So like, the... Yeah, that's like, so there's a lot of cool ingenuity they have there, but like, I am only assuming that like, Chris Claremont's like, yo, man, I got to write these stories and they're so rich. I know where they came from, what's going to happen to them. I know their blood type. Just I know like the social that. security number, baby. And it's like, I got to fit that all in, baby. Yeah. And it's like, and I, and, and they're we, like, by the way, you have 15 pages. And, you're like, and it's uh, like, oh, Bill, they're only going to give you nine, nine panels. Oh, man, that sucks. Don't worry. We'll make it happen, baby. It's like yeah. that kind of shit. So, <laughs> Uh, Draw and, two faces. I got the rest. Yeah, Here, we we want to write this in forty five pages with fifteen panels on each. Well, you have twenty pages and you have eight panels. What do you want to do? You're like, oh shit. Um, we'll fit. We'll yeah. fit. We'll make we'll, it fit, baby. We'll, we'll make we'll all make that fit. dialogue fit. <laughs> just 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 grease. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I just. But it is I, pretty in, in, ingenious to use the different types of like I I, I didn't think about it before until this because they use it so many different ones so often. Like if I was a writer and an artist, like how do you portray whispering or how do you portray psychic talk as opposed to speech bubbles? Like it's a really, mm-hmm. I mean, really ingenious kind of way of doing it. In outline thing. Yeah. yeah just, just like in pure art form, like comic book writing is so ridiculous. Like I was watching this thing with Jim Lee and he's the current publisher and the CEO of DC comics. And he was talking about like the thing he hates to draw the most are animals. Because he just mm. doesn't understand how the anatomy works of them moving. And if you think about that, like, on the minutia of, like, <laughs> yeah. hu- it's like, drawing human, like, in a standing pose is easy. Because, like, drawing them in motion is, like, that's when you have to really understand how form works. And he's, like, I had to draw, he's, like, he said, like, I had to draw a rat. And I didn't know how to draw a rat. And so I looked at a Chuck E. Cheese cartoon. And I was, like, okay, how are they doing this? And he's, like, all right, now I can draw this. Isn't it's, like, it- that kind of shit where it's, like, you just have to think really outside the fucking bubble. No. Was it one of you who was telling me that like no one knew that something about how horses ran until there was a slow motion camera and they figured out that only there's only three hooves at a time? Uh, I knew that from a long time ago, but I've I don't seen, know. Yeah, but I, it reminds I know me of had that a conversation. Yeah, it's like it's like he didn't know how to draw animals until like no one knew that there's the feet never leave the ground for a horse, or there's a time where all feet are off the ground till there was a slow motion camera and they were like, oh, yeah, oh we totally got it they wrong. The frames, yeah, one yeah. frame, like, uh. um. Cool. So now yeah. we go into rating. rating. Tom, rating. why don't you why don't you kick us off? Uh, okay. For me, for this epic collection, I'm and going go to next. say this is a man. I really like comic books, and um, despite all of its um, blemishes, I would give this a four point four point four, baby. Good, solid four point. Wow, nice. Hmm. I decided to wear my bear sweatshirt today nice. for the that's for the, the demon. demon episode has a mustache um being the uh x-men bah, bah. uh it was really refreshing to see this this side of things um i am a bit saturated in the types of heavier things that like x-men proper deals with and i i do lean more into those and and feel it a little bit more um but getting to read these especially with like demon bear and especially uh warlock i have to give this a four uh, amongst all the other X-Men things I've read. This this is a pretty... It made me really interested in all of those, like, okay, I got to read that now. Oh, I want to see why this happens. I'm going to read this. And I have a list in my phone I made while I was reading it my second time 
of 17 different things I'm going to get and read. Uh, so it did its it did its job pretty well. I'm, I'm really fascinated to dive more into the New Mutants for sure. Nice. New Mutants are great. Yeah. Four. So which one of y'all's Four. is next? Shall we go alphabetical? Ali, Caitlin, then me? Me? Yeah. Sure. God sure. damn it, Josh. <laughs> um, it's logical. Like said, it was a, it was Do a really the cool... alphabetical by last name then. Yeah. Do I? Uh... <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I just give Josh shit every time for that. I know. Um, I you, well, I really enjoyed this book. It was a great sampling of uh, exactly what I wanted, actually. I've been wanting to kind of go back to some older comics for a while and this kind of definitely satiated that quite a bit. Dope. Um and I'm very interested now to move on to finally catching up on Powers of, of X and House of M oh. and all that and all that good stuff. Text so, me all God. the things so, when you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. Um, Anytime and I'm ready. Care. So that'll be happening. Uh, but I did have some some issues here and there. And I did I did have to admit, maybe it was just this read through or whatever it was, but I had a lot I had more fun with the beginning half of this book because of that reason. Um and yeah, I'd say this is, it's hard for me. This is weird. I'm kind of stumped a little bit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with a 3.9. It, oh, it okay. doesn't quite reach, like four for me is like this really nice thing of like things that I would be proud and have in my collection. Obviously, this would be proud to have in my collection as well, but it just didn't, it's not something that I'm going to be talking about like a lot and, and, and kind of bringing up in conversation. It's not going to like influence things, um, but I'm really happy I read it. I do want to read more New Mutants. I'm very excited for not very excited, but I'm very interested in in the movie now to go see that yeah. and see what their take is on that. And I'm, <laughs> so many qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'll be, I'll be it's honest. It's important because it's important for me yeah. to, to communicate that it, this is Marvel knowledge that I needed to attain. Ollie yeah. has made it a stake where right. he only gives a shit about MCU, so he has to have the qualifiers. So the information stream was what is definitely going to be part of the 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 uh, score on that. Yeah. Ollie, my first read through, I ha- I write I write down for comics and stuff we read. I write down my first yeah. read through. I write down it was a three point nine, and 3.9. my second bumped it to a four for just a few reasons. So, mm-hmm. and I'll and you know what, if I if I read through it again, which I will do, um, because I really want to get a better grasp of like the Legion stuff. Um, you can text me anything you want about those too. Okay, um, I'm more than happy to answer. But the what I know once I read that, I'll probably be in, in the fours. Possibly. For sure, uh, Caitlin. Um, it is a four for me. Um, I, I'm not like, it's probably something where I'm probably not going to read it again for a long time. Um, but there were a lot of concepts and characters that I really liked out of it that, that made me, um, glad that I read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. Well, yeah. I feel like Ileana Rasputin kind of like tickles you to the point where it's like, that's almost pure fantasy. Right. No, she definitely is. I have um, some comics for you but, then. But Warlock was like um, another like thing that I really enjoyed about it. And more of the like, you know, the, the oh my gosh, what is it called? The Sphere. Uh, Lila's Sphere. Dyson Sphere. Like the Dyson Sphere. Like Ooh. stuff like so that. So you like either high fantasy or high sci-fi. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it, it touched a lot of those things. And Anything like to the break whole, away from um, our reality. Legion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anything to like fully break from our our sphere Legion of existence is like trip. my thing. If you're interested um, in Dyson so, yeah. spheres, there's a uh, I think there's, there's a, a National Geographic. Uh, I want to say a documentary series, and one of the episodes is about a Dyson sphere. Huh. And I, I think it's Legion, called I think it's Legion, called one the year one million or something like that. The Legion FX show hmm. is something you should check out then on FX hmm. for sure. Right. Josh, 
Uh, I'm going to give this a four. Five. Uh, hey. God, I, I enjoyed it. So it. Around. <laughs> no one in the Nerd on Nation got it right. Uh, wow. It was yeah, you, I enjoyed Ollie. the read. You, you uh, there are some things that affected my my uh, enjoyment of it, uh, which we talked about. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm interested to read some parts of this, and I'm interested in to uh, go back to the little asterisks and revisit and see, oh, that's what they were I'm talking about. I'm going back to Secret oh, Wars. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, man. So. I legit feel like if Corey didn't read it for the second time, or if Ollie read it for that second time, Everyone could have had all fours or something. Yeah, <laughs> had all fours. But there is a timeline where we all had fours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sing us out, Josh. Yeah. Everybody at home, thank you so much for watching or listening wherever you are. Um, if you've read this collection or even part of this collection, let us know your thoughts. Who you thought would be the grump? Uh, if you are new to Nerd On, thank you. Welcome. Uh, consider. Looking over our website, our website is nerdon.tv. It has all the information of everything that we do, all of our episodes. This is episode, we are in the 140s. Wow. Making so it happen, Captain. Making it happen ah. in the quarantine. Um, At the time of this recording. In your quarantainment. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, consider joining our Discord. It is nerdon.io backslash Discord. Consider joining the Nerdon Nation. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. It does allow us to keep growing and be the best that we can be. Uh, if you're listening, wherever you're listening, stop by, rate, and review us. All of that housekeeping aside, you know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending Broadcast.